Thanks for joining us today on the Beach Church Podcast. As a church, we exist to reach, raise up, and release followers of Jesus who change the world. Thank you for partnering with us in that mission. spent much of his ministry life in a region known as Galilee. It's in this region uh, that Jesus would do many teachings, many miracles, healings. And the middle of that region is a lake, a sea, called Galilee. He meets a couple of his disciples here for the first time. They're fishermen. And he really is centered in this area of this lake, this sea, this This middle part of this region really is the epicenter of life. And so Jesus himself is in the epicenter of everyday life happening for ordinary people just going about their day. Now, the sea being a center point of this region was always a key feature. In fact, the sea in the ancient Near East is an example of the the chaos of life. There were many myths, many uh, dangers associated with the sea, and really their understanding was that the sea was a place that held danger and it held chaos. It was a place that was untamed by man, but it was a place that was tamed by God. In fact, if we go back to the creation story, we see and understand that God takes the waters and the seas at the beginning and he tames the chaos. He tames all the danger associated there, and he brings it into what we know as our world today. I don't know about you, but the past year has had some danger and it's had some chaos. In fact, last year at this time, you may have got to this place and you may have thought, whew, nothing is going to be like 2020. And then you came into 2021 and you got more danger and chaos. And so today, as we wrap up our last time to worship together as a church this year, as we wrap it up and as we really move forward into what does God have for us for 2022, we want to take some time and look at a passage where Jesus steps into the danger and chaos on that Sea of Galilee and find the hope that he has for us as we move into 2022. And so Jesus, in the book of Luke, he gets into this boat and he goes with his disciples. And here's what Luke, who wrote about this, has to say. He says, one day Jesus said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. He fell asleep in the boat as they're going across. Now, this is interesting. It shows us how much Jesus actually trusts these disciples. He's not needing to tell them every single thing and have control like a puppet master over them. He trusts them enough so that he would go to sleep in the midst of a dangerous chaos that is the sea all around them. Jesus trusts you as well. Do you feel that? Do you believe that? Maybe that's hard for you to believe that Jesus 
does trust you. Maybe you don't feel like you've been very trustworthy, and that can be true, but maybe also you have some questions about God. Here's what you can know. This picture, it shows us specifically how Jesus trusts people and trusts these disciples and that he trusts you. He's given you will. He's given you the ability to guide and direct your life and he's willing to help you with that. He's willing to journey along with you in that, but he's not gonna control, just like he doesn't here in this particular situation. They get in the boat, they go, he trusts them and he trusts you. A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped and they were in great danger. Can you imagine yourself there in the boat with Jesus? Can you imagine the water, the waves coming over, the wind pressing down? You see, the Sea of Galilee actually sat situated in between some mountains, and so the wind would cut right through, and they would really be in a place where they, they would just be overcome by the storms that would just in an instant come up. Maybe you've experienced that in life. You're just walking along, normal life, and in an instant, chaos comes. That's what happens to these guys here in this boat. They were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. They've got this huge fear coming upon them that death is imminent. In fact, that word drown in the Greek really means we're going to perish. They're coming to Jesus. They're saying, oh, death is imminent. It is upon us. And yet he's still sleeping in the boat. Like, can you believe that? Like, can you just picture they're believing death is coming and he's sleeping? It, it seems like not even reality that that could actually be happening. Well, in fact, in the ancient Near East culture, this understanding of God sleeping while something chaotic and utterly crazy happens actually points to the deity of God. His understanding that, that he is still in control no matter what else is happening. And so this scene literally points to the deity of Jesus. It points to him as God that he can be sleeping in the midst of this. And so the disciples, they come and they try and wake him, they shake him because they know that they don't have what it takes to survive here and they need something else. And, and they are consumed with this idea that they are about to perish. He, Jesus, got up and he rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided and all was calm. All was calm. You see, Jesus, he has power over nature, over creation, because he's not just a man. These, these winds and waves that came up, the rain, the storm, they listened to Jesus because they have heard his voice before. As we go back to Genesis again, God creates specifically through his words. It is through his speech coming out 
John tells us in his first, in his gospel, that Jesus was the Word of God. And he says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and through all things, they were created through the Word of God. And so here, the wind and the raging waters, the storm, they all stop because they know the sound of their Creator's voice. They know the sound of He who created them and commands them and forces them to obey. That divine power overcomes the chaos and the danger associated with the sea that He actually created. Where's your faith? He asked His disciples. Where's your faith? What a question for him to ask in that moment. They're thinking, hey, we're about to be killed. And he's saying, where's their faith? But why is he saying that? Because he recognizes, no, 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 no. You guys didn't come and wake me thinking that I would do something about this. You guys came and woke me and you literally said, we are going to drown. That's a we, that's a collective. They believe Jesus is going to drown in that boat with them. And Jesus says, no, 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 you guys still don't get it. I've been trying to show you who I am, my actual identity as your creator, as the one who loves you, sent by God to be God with you and to love you. And he says, I want you to know who I am. I want you to know what's capable with me and your life. And for you, it doesn't seem like reality. Just as you and I would think, it's not reality if we just stopped and said, waves, stop. That's not in our reality, but it is in Jesus's reality. And so Jesus speaks directly to these guys. He says, where is your faith? He says, I want you to be able to come to me and say, master, master, and don't, don't tell me how big your problem is. I want you to come to me and say, I believe that you can overcome this problem. You tell this problem how big I am. I am your God. I am the one who created you, who loves you immensely. And there is no danger or chaos in this life that you will face that you have to face alone and have that kind of fear about. And so he says, where is your faith? In fear and, am and amazement, they asked one another, who is this? Who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. They didn't get it. They still didn't quite know who he was. They had seen him perform miracles. They had seen him do great teachings, but they didn't know who this was. Jesus wants them to know, and he wants you to know who he is. He is the person who created you. He's the person who loves you. He's the person that would go to extreme lengths so that you could be in a relationship with him and that when the danger and chaos come and surround you, that you would know you don't experience that alone. You experience that with him and he has the power to overcome the danger and the chaos that you experience.
here's what I know. If Jesus has the power to stop the wind and the waves and the storm, he has the power to overcome anything that you've been through. He has the power to overcome anything you are going through. And he has the power to overcome anything you will go through in the future. I don't know what you went through this last year. Maybe this was an awesome year for you. I hope so. I hope that you experienced the blessings of God in your life. I I hope that you drew close to him in such a way, man, you just feel filled. And as you look back on 2021, you're like, man, everything I hoped and dreamed for came to fruition. My guess is you may have had some points of chaos though. You may have had some points of danger that this year, man, it felt heavy. Felt heavy in some places. Some places where you didn't have maybe a connection to the one who is over the power and the chaos and the danger that we experience on the sea in this story. And so we'd ask you to consider, are there some places in your life as you finish 2021 and you think about 2022 that you need to experience the power of Jesus in your life? Are there some places where you need to make room for the fact that he might have a different reality than you even think is possible? Maybe you don't have a relationship with Jesus. Maybe you've been resistant to that. Maybe uh, you've not experienced the actual power of Jesus. You've just heard about him. Some people have told you about him, but you haven't experienced his actual power. Maybe you feel like you're one of the guys in the boat, just being tossed to and fro in life, experiencing the danger and the chaos of the sea and of life. I want to give you an invitation, if that's you. If you would say, hey, I don't have a relationship with Jesus, I want to invite you to say 2022 for the whole year. You don't have to commit to anything other than saying, I'm going to just follow Jesus this year. I'm going to be intent on saying, how do I draw close to him? I'm going to be intent on when the danger and the chaos comes, tapping him on the shoulder and not telling him about the chaos, but instead telling the chaos about who this is that you're beginning to come to know. I want to invite you in 2022 to make that commitment. But maybe, maybe you've been following Jesus and you know him. You're kind of like those disciples in the boat. They knew who he was but there was a trust that was missing. Maybe there's an area in life that that you've kind of said, hey, God, I trust you in everything else, but I don't trust you in this area. In fact, I don't even know that it's possible for you to actually have an impact in this area. Maybe that's a broken relationship. Maybe it's a family relationship that's broken and maybe a romantic relationship. Maybe that's got to deal with finances and just the breaking of trust when it comes to finances. Maybe for you, that's an addiction. You don't trust that God can actually 
bring you healing for that. Maybe for you, it's got to do with something that God says about you, that you haven't, you haven't been willing to make room in your reality that what God says about you is actually true, that you are a beloved son, a beloved daughter of God, that you are his child, that you are loved. Maybe for you that's not reality, but you need to make room this year for the power of Jesus to come against that chaos and for the power of Jesus to come against that danger that you feel. Maybe for you it's yielding to the Holy Spirit. We've talked a lot about the Holy Spirit as a church this year. And maybe for you, you've yet to fully relent to say, you know what? I'm gonna fully trust the Holy Spirit. I don't know what that is for you. I don't know how God's stirring and moving in your heart, but I wanna give you a challenge for 2022. I wanna give you a challenge to make room in your reality for what Jesus might desire to do to make room in your reality for something you may not even think is possible. No one in that boat thought it was possible for the wind and the waves to actually stop. They expected certain death and doom. But we want you to make room. We want you to make room specifically for Jesus this year to make room for all that he might do within your life. And so as we finish this time together, this last time we get to meet together in 2021, I wanna ask you, how will you make room for Jesus in 2022? How will you make room for a reality that maybe is not your reality, but it is Jesus's reality? How will you make room for him to actually do the miraculous, to provide the healing, to provide the freedom, to provide the love, the joy, the peace, the patience, the kindness, the gentleness, the faithfulness that he desires to see happen in your life? I believe that he has amazing things for you. And as a church, we believe that as well. And so as we close out this year, we wanna do that worshiping together. One of the best ways for us to actually declare the promises of God in our lives and to declare what we really believe could be real is when we worship together. And so we're gonna close this year worshiping together, making room in our hearts for all that Jesus has for us. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, we love you so much. And we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for his willingness to be in that boat, to calm the wind and the waves and the storm. I pray for danger and chaos in people's lives that has happened. I pray for a peace to come about that. And I pray in 2022, as we encounter danger and chaos, that we would go to Jesus. We would wake him, we would tap him, we would say, Jesus, I need you in this moment. And we would trust that there is a reality that he can change and that he can step to and he can speak to. Jesus, would you hear our worship and hear our prayers to you? Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's podcast. We'd love to connect with you and hear from you on how this week's podcast impacted you. You can always connect with us through our app, 
Beach Church Jacks, which is found on the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store. And you can always go to our website, beachchurchjacks.com. Have a great day.